everybody, Coach John Daly here, back again. Today's date is January 22nd, 2020. It's a Wednesday. Uh, this podcast will hopefully be getting out to you guys on the 23rd, which will be a Thursday. And I hope whenever you listen to this, uh, you are having a good day wherever you are at. Hey, listen, a couple things here to share with you. just kind of blew my mind um, recently with this, um, this idea of time and how important is it. Um, yesterday... Typically, every day when I walk out the door, uh, I'm reading a little dev- uh, devotion book uh, and just a quick little hit of uh, getting my mind right with, with some message from, uh, from God and just uh, some opinions and stuff kind of gets me going in the right direction. I, if it doesn't for you, that's okay. Uh, but then I also read um, out of my Kindle app on my phone, I got John Maxwell's. Uh, he has this year-long... Um, Every day he throws out just a little bit, uh, a little snippet about leadership. And yesterday's was the value of time. And I just want to read you a little bit of this and then go into a couple things more about uh, how valuable time is. He talked about how time is valuable. Psychiatrist and author M. Scott Peck said, until you value yourself, you won't value your time. Until you value your time, you will not do anything with it. Okay? And look at that. This is a book that I may have to just check out, I tell you. In What to Do Between Birth and Death, okay, that's the title right there. Charles Pisano says that people don't pay for things with money, they pay for them with time. If you say to yourself, in five years I'll have put enough money away to buy that vacation home, then what you're really saying is that that house will cost you five years, one-twelfth of your adult life. The phrase spending time is not a metaphor, says Pisano. It's how life works. So instead of thinking about what you do and what you buy in terms of money, think about them in terms of time. Think about it. What is worth spending your life on? Seeing your work in that light just may change the way you manage your time. And that's from the 360-degree leader from John Maxwell. Okay? And he goes on to ask, are there tasks on today's agenda worthy of your life? Because that's what our life is. It's, worth the, it's the time that we have, right? Uh, my good buddy Donald Fleur, which we had a great time last night. Uh, we we won on the road at Gross Point North, which is just a huge win, win coming off of that loss uh, to Gross Point South at home. Uh, that keeps us kind of uh, in contention, so to speak. But Don says it all the time. Like he values his time and money to where, okay, if I go out and spend my money on whatever, a dinner, how much time does it take for me to pay for that, Right. And, and a lot of times, I don't think most people think like that. I know I don't. And I'm, I've been thinking a little bit more about it since uh, getting down in my life, I don't know, the last 20 years or so, 20-plus uh, years that we've been uh, friends and neighbors. And um, readings like this get me thinking about, you know, the value of my time. What do I do with it? You know, am I earning money? Am I spending time with loved ones? Am I reading a good book? Am I spending time with my dog? Or am I doing something that's counterproductive? Okay? So Sam Crowley uh, threw at me this morning real quick. I didn't even finish his podcast because I was listening to Dr. Jeff Lips, of which I'm going to talk about next. Uh, Sam put out about time where it's either working for you or it's working against you. I did a quick Facebook video here uh, before I got in this morning on that. And it gets you really thinking about the things that you're spending your time on. Are they working for you? Are they helping you grow? Are they helping you do great things? Are they opening up doors for you? Or is it working against you? Right where it's it's causing you problems, it's taking you away from something else that you should be doing because you're spending your time on something else. Right? Is it creating bad habits? 
right? Are you in, are you doing something with your time that is creating a bad habit? That remember, when bad habits are, are done over and over and over again, the roots of them go deeper and deeper and deeper, right? And it's harder to stop. It's harder to quit. It's harder to make that change. Okay, I think it's uh, Tom Ziegler that mentioned uh, a long time ago. Zig Ziglar's son about, hey, if you want to replace a bad habit, get rid of it, replace it with a good one. Replace a bad habit with a good habit, okay? If it has something to do with time, that's a pretty good investment, I think, okay? Now, Dr. Jeff Lipp, my good buddy, big shout-out to him. Um, This podcast that just came out two days ago, Lessons Learned from Substance Abuse, okay, Recovery with Craig. Now, Craig um, is uh, his roommate uh, from college, and Craig is a very intense individual, all right? You can hear that when you start uh, listening to him and his voice and his story, okay? Um, but he goes, Jeff goes through a discussion, first discussion, I think there's going to be a couple more. It's really powerful, really powerful about Craig's substance abuse addiction started about 10 years ago, and he opens up in this uh, podcast with Jeff about hitting rock bottom, his lowest point in life, right? He starts to prioritize his son's life. Um, he has a particular story that um, his significant other left him, kicked him out uh, because of this uh, addiction that he had to drugs. And uh, it's a very, very interesting story to where you can learn stuff, okay, from stories like with Craig about time. You know, you're talking 10 years of his life. Look at that time factor for him, right? Look at that time factor of you know, it was just weekends for a little bit for most of the 10 years that he was addicted, right? And then there's a lot of times it was every day, right? Look at the time that he lost. You know, look at the time that um, the damage he did to his body and his health now because of it, right? Time is a very important factor, you guys, right? It's either working for you or working against you. So in the show notes, I will definitely put the link uh, so that you can listen to uh, Dr. Jeff Lipp's podcast with Lessons Learned from Substance Abuse Recovery with his friend Craig, podcast number 146. You definitely want to listen to that, okay? And last, about time here. Got home yesterday from the game, and I saw uh, from my good friend Mary Heslop Martin um, about uh, a teacher uh, who just passed away recently. And this teacher, I was ready to have Mrs. Madigan is the teacher, I was ready to have her as my fourth grade teacher. And I thought about this this morning, too. I was ready to have her as my fourth grade teacher at Our Lady Victory School. Um, and I went there for first, second, and third grade. And then Winchester Elementary opened up in right in our neighborhood, a Northville Public School. And my parents decided to send me there. So I was at Winchester for fourth, fifth, and sixth. But then my parents decided, because um, it wasn't me asking, hey, can I go to a different school? I remember that, right? Uh, but it worked out fantastically. Um, they sent me back to Our Lady Victory for 7th and 8th grade. And I knew of Mrs. Madigan back when I was first, second, and third grade. She was a 4th grade teacher. And I knew of her after I came back. And it was really powerful to hear the testimonies and the stories throughout my whole life, really. As far back as I can remember first grade, right? Mrs. Madigan was such a fixture, okay? The time factor on this one, you guys, okay? Mrs. Madigan passed away. She was 107 years old, okay, 107 years old. Let me just read from the obituary here about who she was and, and what she's all about. And even if you're not a teacher, there, there's things here in her story that you just want to grab a hold of. And, and if not only do you wish you had a teacher like this, right, 
um, maybe an aunt, maybe a neighbor, uh, but it also, I think, throws some things at you that you want to become, that you want to have in your life. All right, 107 years old, you guys, just crazy. At 100, uh, age 107, longtime resident of Northville passed away on January 19th. She was born on November 15th in 1912 in Rockham, South Dakota, daughter of Charles and Lorinda uh, Logman, L-O-G-E-M-A-N. Um, she was married to William Madigan on October 23rd, 1935. They spent 44 loving years until he died in 1980. Now, just look at that passage. 44 years together as a married couple, that's huge. That's a long, long time of staying together, right? Um, but she, she lived 107. Okay, he died in 1980. It's now 2020, right? Look at the time span that she lived without him, right? Uh, Mildred graduated from Gerritsen High School in South Dakota, class of 1929. Just, it sounds hilarious just saying that. Uh, following graduation, she attended Eastern South Dakota State and received a teaching certificate. In the 1970s, she attended Eastern Michigan University and earned a bachelor's degree. She began her teaching career in a rural, one-room schoolhouse in South Dakota, and she moved to Michigan, raising her family. Um, she started the Northville Cooperative Nursery School, which is still in operation today. Uh, she later taught at Detroit Cerebral Palsy Center in Farmington for many years, and she began teaching at Our Lady Victory School in the late 60s and retired there from uh, teaching there in the late 70s, okay? She was a member of the church, active with the church. She sang with the Resurrection Choir, and she served as a senior money counter until age 102, okay? She was very faithful and devoted. Yes, she was. That says, that's an understatement there. She believed the good Lord would take care of her, of everything, and no matter the circumstances. It was a mantra that got her through both good times and the most tragic of situations. Wow. kind of a mantra to hang your head on you guys okay that's kind of a that's a, that's something good to think about okay there's a living testimony right there with her she was a beautiful swimmer she swam at the schoolcraft community college pool until the age of 99 she liked to be on the go and traveled extensively with a group of widows nicknamed the grandma gang all right she loved spending time up north in her cabin in the up upper peninsula which is the northern part of michigan you guys uh, up across the Straits of Akinaw, okay? It's, it's up north. It's God's country is what I've always heard. Uh, she was uh, very artistic. She made handcrafted bl- uh, baskets, detailed artwork, and had perfect cursive handwriting. I do remember that about her. She was quite the pool player and enjoyed playing cards, especially euchre. She was truly loved by all who knew her. She extended kindness and was the epitome of how to age gracefully. She was survived by her loving kids, uh, 14 grandkids, 35 grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren, okay? Unbelievable. She was preceded in death by her husband, um, a son, her husband, uh, her parents, obviously, three brothers and a sister. There's a get-together in Northville coming up. Uh, and in lieu of flowers, the family would appreciate memorial contributions to Our Lady Victory School uh, in Northville, Michigan. Just just a beautiful testimony, you guys. Um, and then to read the Facebook posts of the differences that she made um, in, in so many other people's lives. Um, and some of these people I know, some of these other people I know their names, you know, they're older than me, uh, but I remember their family. Um, big shout out to uh, Mr. Steele. Uh, Mr. Steele was a teacher there at Our Lady Victory. Uh, I believe he was uh, maybe fifth grade. 
And of course, uh, I did not have him as one of my main teachers uh, because I was not there for fifth grade, but um, he replied uh, on his Facebook post that he worked with her for a short time. Uh, he said, I learned more from her than anyone else. A world lost a great lady. Uh, heaven gained another angel. Uh, but the impact of this, uh, this story is just fantastic. And the time factor of this, uh, just amazing. The funny story I heard, I don't know how old she was, but um, she was you know, living on her own in an apartment someplace, but she went to visit some of her friends in the nursing home uh, in Northville, uh, which I, th- I still think is there. And um, she left. She got up to leave, and the workers there thought she was a resident, and they started trying to get her not to leave. And she had a heck of a time trying to tell them, you know, because I think she was older than most of the people in there, right? She had a heck of a time trying to tell them um, that, no, she, she didn't live there. She was just there visiting. Uh, but just a tremendous lady. Uh, the time factor, you guys, right? Is time working for you or against you? And for Mrs. Madigan, I think it worked for her right up until the end, you know, because she just made an impact. And um, I replied back to Mr. Steele and to the whole group there uh, on that Facebook post. Um, the fact that he, she made an impact on him, he made an impact on tons of people, including myself, because I did know him. You know, I, when I got back to school, it's for seventh and eighth grade there. Uh, he was one of my teachers. I think it was in social studies that we, that we changed classes for. Um, but I just remember the impact that he had, that strong presence, that encouraging factor of, um, you know, of life lessons and, and pointing us in the right direction and just giving us advice. And, again, one of the, the teachers that I could look back, both him and Mrs. Madigan, and, and having an impact on me as an educator, right? Um, th- those are the things you want to have time working for you, you guys. Really powerful stuff, all right? So, again, time's working for you or against you, Okay. Think of how time was de- definitely dealing with Jeff's guest, his buddy Craig, okay, 10 years of addiction, uh, time lost with what he went through, okay? I'll put that link in there. You've got to listen to that. And then, obviously, Mrs. Madigan. And then, obviously, the, the thoughts from uh, John Maxwell as well, okay? Just some powerful reminders, you guys. I've I got to do a heck of a lot more, and I've got to figure it out, like, right now, uh, today. The time I have right now, okay, at this recording, Okay, 7.03 a.m., um, the factor of how can I spend this time better for me and, and, more importantly, for others? What can I do with my time to impact others, right? Like the example here that uh, we heard about Mrs. Madigan, okay? Take that with you, you guys. Stick it in your hat. Stick it in your wallet. Stick it in your pocket. Do something with it. Do something with it where it's on your mind, and you're going to make better choices, better decisions on how you spend your time. Is it working for you, or is it working against you? Okay? I love that. I'm inspired now. I'm inspired more than ever. Okay? Definitely more than what I was getting up this morning okay? because of this little story and that, these factors coming into play here of how listening to Jeff's podcast, finished that off, started yesterday, finished off today, uh, reading my little uh, thing in, uh, in my Kindle, right? John Maxwell, and listening to just you know, four or five minutes of Sam Crowley's. Right? And then seeing last night, seeing last night the story of Mrs. Madigan uh, passing away. All this in the span of, you know, less than 48 hours. Okay? Pretty powerful stuff. I love it. Hope you guys are doing well, you guys. Okay? Take care of yourselves and each other. Keep in touch. Reach out to me. Let me know what you're thinking. All right? Over on Facebook, coach to expect success Over on Twitter at Coach2Success. Uh, coach John Daly over on Instagram at Coach2ExpectSuccess.com is the website. Okay? The book list is there. 
Uh, Got to add something, but you can contact me right there on the homepage, you guys. Reach out, um, just plug it in, it sends an email to me. Would love to talk to you and find out a little bit more about you and see how I can help and see what's, what are your thoughts on this, uh, on the podcast. Okay, not just this one, but all of them. Uh, thank you so much for listening. You know, over 100 different countries. Now, I'm sure I've got to redo that list because I bet you it's even more now. Thank you for sharing it. Keep passing this along. Numbers are going up. Uh, I'm just very, very grateful, and I'm looking forward to continuing this every day. Okay, continuing this mindset of putting stuff together and getting these podcasts out a few times a week. And uh, it's very inspiring for me, and I thank you so much. All right, you guys. Have a great day.